0: So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hamin Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. Yolo. <laughs>
2: We enter our final pay-per-view, December 30th, World's End. But the and on Long Island, where he lives. And a kick. Like the yeah. He's got a lot to go through, though, including the 9 to the What a counter. In
3: mid-air counter. Quick backing by Omega. May be quick enough oh. to win the title.
2: Kenny Omega. Claps oh, him with a. A cover one God. two oh. Oh. Piledriver the kind of pull out the, the uh, pile driver don't forget we are bringing for only 90 seconds in yeah, picture picture wow this one this one is taking our breath here guys this
4: is uh it's exhausting yes it is a battle uh, exhausting for us you can even imagine yes. how it is for the champion and the challenger.
3: We're getting everything that was advertised to the very best in the entire world going at
4: it. Bring an awareness for the champion, keeping his title around his waist, or actually around the waist of Jay White, to be perfectly honest. He, that is it, mate. Omega, who took to social media earlier today, and he said he had the chance to accomplish something very meaningful tonight protect my record and become a two-time AEW champion. It's
3: been a great match, great main event, back and forth. Both men fighting like hell to gain an offensive advantage and maintain it. That has not been successful on either side yet. Broken
2: particles of the table everywhere here.
4: And Omega walking over to a prone MJF. Uh Uh-oh. Dogged determination on the face of the challenger.
3: He is in great shape, mentally and physically. Deep in, the, deep in the deep water here, as we say. This has been an astonishing main event, still in progress for the AEW World oh! and the champion. This has been these security railings surrounding the ring here. What a match! This is an amazing main event, ladies and gentlemen. Kenny Omega challenging that man MJF for the
4: championship, the champion, the championship. Are we seeing the last ever title defense of MJF? Look what the challenger has done. Yep. He's taken off the protective guard from the rail. If he can powerbomb the champion again, surely this match is over. Yeah, that's a, as you can see, a hard,
3: sharp top Jr. Yep. to the top there. It sure is. Omega, the great veteran, so skilled, so motivated, oh. so amazing. Yeah, he didn't want to get
4: counted out. Yeah, he got a warning that time from, from Paul Turner. The official pleaded with Omega not to do it. Will he rue that decision, though, as this match continues?
2: Okay, he's got MJF, as you can see, not straight ahead, kind of over to the left. The champion in trouble, down on the canvas. And here comes MJF to his feet, or at least attempting to. MJF is up. Oh, oh. the ropes, and Kenny hits hard on the top turnbuckles. Omega
3: straddling that top turnbuckle. Didn't do himself any favors there. That was quick thinking by the
4: champion. I think the challenger there has so many different moves in his move set but he was sliding between one and the other and it was that hesitation right. that gave the champion the opportunity to get back on top. That is a great
2: point. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now MJF really getting... Fired up. Oh. oh, he made a mistake did MJF and Kenny Omega took advantage of it. And MJF is just dangling on the middle the turnbuckle. Oh, oh drives me
3: in the back. You can hear that one. Oh. Another snap drive and here we go, Dave! One, two, no! Boy, that was
2: closer than 19 is to 20. Whoa. Again, Kenny with a force of that knee, but he didn't hook the leg. But again, you can understand
4: both men are spin here, guys but they push on. I think it was the excitement of the challenger who truly believed he had the title back in his grasp. Looking for it. Kinnick feels good about this
3: right now. V-Trigger! this could be made. Omega looking for three and a title. Yes, another
2: V-Trigger. This one to the shoulder. And now the one-wicked angel, you can see it coming. MJF countered last time. He's not gonna be able to go. Wait a minute. What's that snake in the grass doing out here? Getting had him with the one winged angel. And Don Callis came out.
3: Callis interrupting the match. Interrupting Kenny Omega. He's trying to heap more misery on Omega. Oh, one, two, no.
2: One, two. What a shot. Blue champion! No! Ah. And Don Callis is up on the apron. The
4: challenger continues on a biting
2: Callis has no business out here whatsoever. Well, I tell you, MJF got out of that beat trigger, that big one. He's been thrown out, thank God. He shouldn't have been allowed in the arena. And now he's going to try the one-winged angel again. Oh, one, two, no! One, two, no! Back and forth, two, two, no! Nobody can get the advantage. What a
3: match! An amazing pro wrestling match. Our men event in here tonight. Knee lift, got him. Heat sinker coming up. Boom! Oh! Man, if that doesn't do it. One, two, no! It did not yeah. do it! What's it going to take to win this world title classic? More than we've seen yet, and we've seen it all, it seems like. Everybody
2: on their feet. You are right everywhere. They are standing here at the Bohegan Sun. You hear that chant a lot, but never more apropos
3: than it is right now. It's a good night to join us, ladies and gentlemen,
4: here on TNT. One for you, Adam. Looking for his version of the Florida Sunrise. Adam Cole's move. Send the Panama Sunrise. Couldn't get That's it. Got oh. One, two, and
2: three. Oh, oh get it. What? Oh, many fans
3: thought it was over. I did too. I did too, to be honest with you.
2: Kicked him right in the face now! Trying to pet him sunrise once again. There it is! What? He got him! He got him! MJF got him! But he's not done! He's gotta make sure! There's MJF! Another heat seeker! Boom! Boom. That'll do it! Three! Second! Two six. three!
3: A historic victory victory for the AEW champion. An amazing match, amazing display of pro wrestling from
2: MJF and Kenny Omega. Courage, stamina, guts, and a will to win. Both men have it. MJF had it right at the end.
3: It's gonna be awfully hard to find a better TV main event than we've just brought you here.
2: What an amazing, oh, there's Samoa Joe watching on. What an amazing match we have all witnessed tonight here on Collision.
4: The Ring of Honor TV champion, literally and figuratively in the wings yes. for the AEW world champion, MJF, but Wardlow. Oh brother, yeah, this monster, God
2: almighty. Once again, Wardlow. everybody gunning for MJF. Now MJF has got to be in an eight man Event coming up, an eight-man tag event coming up on Wednesday to try to get his belt back against the Bullet Club. But who will MJF's partners be? Oh, there's Don Callis' main man. A dangerous human being right there. That's not kidding.
4: How terrifying will the Book of Hopes be with Don Callis as Ghost Rider?
2: Oh, there's Bullet Club, gold, and waiting for Wednesday. And of course, Jay White now knows it'll be MJF at full gear at the Kiev Forum in Los Angeles on Saturday night, November 18th on pay per view That'll be a classic. I'm telling you guys, you're not gonna find a better world title bout than what we have seen in this. I'll say it again. It's what all elite
3: wrestling is all about. You're saying to the best of the entire world.
4: Respecting each other. MJF took his title, he took his legacy, but he earned his respect. Now MJF will be the longest
2: reigning AEW world champion in that young man's career. As we said, the eight-man tag event. We'll be coming up, Orange Cassidy, Claudio Castagnoli for the International Championship. That is all coming up. And then again, next week on Collision, we've got the 69 celebration. For Nigel and JR, I'm Tony Schiavone. Good night!
5: everybody and welcome to the aftermath of a w collision yes folks say it with me after the collision sift through the, the wreckage.
6: wreckage
5: the wreckage brought to you by channelattitude.com please subscribe for five dollars a month in the Hami media group this is the wreckage i am your host christopher ams that's A M B S, like lambs with Noel. wealth or bullshit first thing in the morning don't worry if you even forget how to spell my last name I'll just remind you at the beginning of every show I do. Joining me is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip Coast. He's big, he's bad, he's lean and mean. And considering the date, it's Happy Halloween! <laughs> yeah. Jimmy it is T. Happy. It day. is
6: Halloween. Very good, man. And Happy Halloween to you guys because I am in the future. So, yeah, it is Halloween. Kind of weird, right? And uh, I guess you are going to see all the kids trick-or-treating. But I'm happy to be back on the Wreckage.
5: Yeah, yeah. Happy Halloween. So speaking of being in the future, I'm going to try to show you something as long as you can actually see out the window here. But I don't know if everybody can see that. Oh, shit. It it's knowing annoying. like a son of a bitch here. So.
6: Wow. Damn, that deserves a, a Canada National Anthem almost, Chris. <laughs> oh, Chris is frozen. Literally. Frozen <laughs> <person> muted.
5: Frozen muted. All
6: You're all right, Chris.
5: I'm all right. Are you guys all right? Can you hear me?
6: We cool. We We're can cool, hear man. you. All
5: right. Good. 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 All right. So, uh, also, uh, he's the man from K Street to Arden Fair, and as far as the HMG goes, he's our very own Ric Flair. Welcome back to your show, Vet.
7: <laughs> I will never retire. <laughs> I'm going to die in the ring.
1: <laughs>
7: I don't want to laugh. but fuck. <laughs>
1: God,
7: it's okay, damn it. Jimmy. He wants to. He wants to. He said it. It's okay.
6: He said it. That's. Uh, I've been saying that on our shows too, man. That The fact that he actually said it, it's kind of whack, dude. I mean, I can't believe it, but good luck to him, man. If that's what he wants, what do you do? That's what he wants.
5: What do you do? Well, you protect him from himself which is the job of professional wrestling companies um, that's true but yeah you'd think that maybe professional wrestling companies that were interested in protecting wrestlers from this from themselves would not allow 65 year old sting to jump off of a ladder through a table and fuck up his face for whatever that was worth <laughs>
6: well let's just hope that we don't get and we're laughing all three of us i believe last week about the possibility of Flair being Sting's last match, well, maybe we shouldn't be laughing because that possibility has gone up a few percent.
5: I still think that's bad business. I think it's bad business on a number of levels. Like, not only should that not be Sting's last match. Like, I, I like I I get it. I get why people are like, oh, it totally should. No, it shouldn't. No, it absolutely shouldn't. Sting like Sting loves Ric Flair because Ric Flair put him over, right? He helped Sting get over, so that's why he loves Ric Flair. Sting's job in his last match should be to be someone else's Ric Flair, right? Right. To to, to fill that role for somebody, make somebody on your way out. He doesn't have to. He's Steve fucking Borden, and if he wants to pin Wardlow in his last match, AEW will let him do that. But, I mean... Come on. As far as where it should be, it absolutely should go the other way. Sting needs to go under on his final match.
6: Yeah. And sorry for my cam. My camera has gone whack, man. It's making me red. It's making me blue. <laughs> I don't know it's what's like going on. It's like an episode on,
7: of man. Impact.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Excuse
7: me, TNA. Sorry.
6: TNA. Yeah,
7: pal. Or pow. TNA Impact, whichever. Like, <laughs> the TV show is still called Impact. I haven't watched it yet. Right, I don't right. even know. But...
6: Does that mean um, the impact attack becomes the T'NAS attack or
7: what happened? Only, I guess if they change the name of the weekly show. <laughs> yeah. But if they if they leave it as TNA Impact, I, I think we don't have to change anything. So that would <laughs> be nice.
1: Dude, um,
7: right. Dude. I would like to say, though, that, uh, you know, in regards to what Chris was just saying, um, I absolutely don't think it matters. If, I, as a matter of fact, I wouldn't have Sting put anybody over on his way out because... What's beating an old man going to do for anybody? It should just be him going out on top or his him in a team match with the team going out on top. It doesn't really need... This isn't a situation where, you know, you know it's the guy that's on his way out of the territory and he's trying to help make somebody. No one's going to get made by beating this guy, so I don't think that's as important. I think it's more important to send the fans home happy in this situation where we're talking about, you know... Uh, Collecting social security,
6: right? Well, well, absolutely. Hopefully, it's not a -a woo-a-thon when it comes to if they actually have that match. But yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, boys. Like I said, I just don't know, man.
5: They have 65-year-old Sting versus 71-year-old Ric Flair. That's a bit much.
6: That's that's a that's that's money right there. Come on, boys. That's a draw. Well, you've seen
7: what happens when Sting's in the ring for extended periods of time now. Then imagine you imagine imagine that but like a hundred times worse, just in case you didn't actually watch Ric Flair's last match. Which again, time out of the ring since then. You know, like as bad as it looked like it looked like a weekend at Bernie's, right? And then imagine time out of the ring for years after that and then gonna do it again. I think everybody should be in their right mind and saying this will not happen however i hope
6: you're right i hope you're right. exactly there's a however, however. The problem <laughs>
5: yeah however the issue. aw <laughs> it,
6: that could be mm,
7: should should i use the phrase nail in the coffin final
6: <laughs> nail in the coffin <laughs> <laughs> to, to you, well yeah, you yeah. know what Vin, the fact that you bring up the final nail in the coffin i'm afraid that you no know one's gonna get aw heat, man just say someone dies, that's going to be their downfall in the damn ring. When someone dies in their damn ring because of all the silly shit that they continuously do and not give a shit about, that's when the company's going to get sued one day, and I mean savagely. You know what I'm saying? But let's hope I'm wrong.
5: Yeah. Yeah really hoping that nobody dies um, I still think the best interesting thing for Sting to do on the way out is actually lose to Darby Allen I know that that wouldn't make Darby Allen but I do think that that would be something that could add to Darby's story moving forward I mean even if they don't even if it's not like a I hate you and it's more of a you know I really I really feel like in order for you to get over Darby you need to beat somebody who's a you know Who's on the level of a stinger or whatever you know i know it's not perfect and i i, I totally agree with what you're saying that that it doesn't need to happen but i still think that's the best way to go
7: that hard disagree but you know what though the the, the problem with the main the, the main problem with everything is even in a scenario you're laying out and not just that but every wrestling match these days it just seems like it's up to whoever uh, feels like it to make these matches happen. There's no sense that there's like somebody that's putting cards together for fans to watch. It just seems like, oh, well, you guys bumped into each other backstage. So now we have a match later tonight rather than, you know, if, if Darby, if, if someone booked a match with Darby, let's say somebody booked a match with Darby and Sting. And Darby, the story should be Darby doesn't want to do the match, you know. Like yeah, that should yeah. be that should be sort of the buildup. Like I didn't ask for this. I don't want to be in this. They're making me do this, you know. And it's in that sense you could make a story out of that and make that match more interesting than it would be. But the way they, you know, how AEW would do it, the yeah. same way they do everything else. Uh, oh, Kenny Omega's championship match you know, title length of his run is up on the line pretty soon. So let's just give this match away. You know, like, uh, that's the, that's the extent of their reasoning for anything happening. So, and it seems like it was still up to the wrestlers, you know, all, all, all things considered. It's those guys and their discussion that made the match happen. It's not anything that tony khan did or even a kayfabe storyline booker did it was just hey let's let's do this and the company's just going to do what we want and that's a problem industry-wide wwe does it impact wrestling does it tna wrestling does it any any company that has wrestling ring in it just has it seems like the inmates are on the asylum yeah True,
5: pretty man. much pretty true. much and well and we'll we'll get into that a little bit tonight because there's a lot of that where there's people in matches and I'm left going why why is this why is this happening um we had two title matches on the night and both of them had me shaking my head going why why is this opponent here what is why does this make any sense in a company where we were told that wins and losses were going to matter. It was going to be a sports-based wrestling company. uh <laughs> Turns not out anymore. Not really. okay get out of here with the slime, you weirdo. Oh,
6: well, All right. what
5: that was this is great content.
7: Yeah. <laughs> hey. Don't shoe the content away, Chris. Leave <laughs> me alone, child. Um, um <laughs> well, is that is that is that Sky Blue? What did Sky Blue join <laughs> yeah. the podcast?
5: Oh. Yeah. Sky blue sky dark sky. A blue sky i have no sky, idea anymore. dark star sky still dark
6: starks is, is dark He's he's dark anyway doesn't matter
5: stark sky
6: <laughs> yeah or
5: stark's guy Stark's sky that's a big bill, <laughs> yeah. big ah, bill yeah, good, guy.
6: good yep. point good point cliche uh
5: shit all right well we begin the night with the <laughs> bang bang gang on their way to the ring for jay white's match against AR Fox. What exactly oh, has AR Fox done to deserve a match against the AEW champion, guys?
6: Go, Vits. He
7: stayed alive this long. <laughs> yeah. Might as well give him there's a match. Yeah,
6: but there's the issue, know. too. He was in that match. How, how long did that damn match go for, Vet? I mean, it went for way too long. And I felt like, sure, it, you know, you thought for a split second, or the Mark Tuds did that maybe ar fox had a fucking chance even though he never had a chance but why book this match to be so like 50 50 in a way right for nothing i mean ar fox is not going to be around for another 10 weeks except for maybe in ring of honor television so why have this type of matchup against the jay white
7: Hmm? oh is that a question for me well that's for you vet it could be I don't know because it could be several things it could just be wanting to you know kill time on the show it could be wanting to kill to to get to get more ring time for Jay and Fox uh either or 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 both um it could just be uh I don't know it could have been a special request I really don't know why I don't know why, but the, the, if the benefit of the match is that Jay white is on the screen wrestling for longer, then I'll just, I'm not going to question it. I'm not, I, I don't, knew you, were say that. you have to understand guys. I don't care anymore that there's any hope for having good television shows. I don't care anymore or have any hope that the, that will booking will make any sense. I can only care about what's directly in front of me and if I enjoy it or not. So, in the abstract sense of everything, if you say Jay White in a wrestling match, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just have to take it. I don't have a choice. I'll just take this, this because <laughs> the rest of the show is going to be not this. So I have to try to enjoy this. And it was hard for me to currently enjoy this uh when I was watching it because. I, I was trying to eat my lunch at the same time, so I kind of had to like look at my food to avoid spilling it on myself, and I may have missed some things. Also, on the feed I was watching, the sound was out of sync, so when he would chop AR Fox, the sound would come like two seconds later, and uh, that's what you get when you, you can't watch it you know, on your preferred home devices. So, uh, you know, I didn't get to enjoy it as much as I wanted. Um, it'd be like ordering that filet mignon, the J mignon, and it being like either a little over- or undercooked, depending on how you liked it. But still, you eat it, and you're
6: appreciative and grateful. Except in this case, it was just a T-bone steak, shall I say.
5: Yeah. So uh, the match was fine. Um, it was but, great.
6: No, the match was good, of course.
5: But, J- but Jimmy's 100% correct. Like, this was... Uh, The fact that AR Fox got so much offense in this match is egregious. Um, But also, to give them credit, uh, Jay didn't have to cheat much to get the win against AR Fox. He shouldn't have needed to cheat at all. There shouldn't have been any distraction. It shouldn't have been anything from the outside. It should have just been Jay goes over clean. And I know he's a heel, and I know that cheating is kind of the point, but go ahead, Vet.
7: I just want to quickly interject. This is Jay White in a nutshell, because there aren't any heels left now that MJF has not only forgotten how to be a heel, but how to be a pro wrestler anymore. So (laughs) the last heel is Jay White, and Jay White's whole thing is, and Jimmy can attest to this, he doesn't do anything by himself so that you will hate him. It's like this guy, should, this guy can't even beat Ar Fox, and he's the way you're reacting to this booking is exactly the way you should be reacting to this because that's what gets a heel heat anymore, if there's any. Like this is the closest thing we're gonna get to heel getting really, really getting heat. So that is, that totally makes sense. Jay White, J White has always done it where it looks like he couldn't beat anybody on his own. He's not supposed to be dominant he he, right. he he gets his ass kicked and then he steals it that's that's a heel I
6: just feel so. like AR Fox was the wrong opponent for that though you know what I'm saying no uh, no nah, nah, not even
7: it's like oh, well. it's it's perfect it's like God you can't even beat AR Fox in five minutes by yourself no he can't he's a fraud he you hate him you
5: hate Jay White he's a fraud and he doesn't deserve his position all right continue. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I I tend to agree with Jimmy. I think that it's okay as long as he's doing those tactics. Like, I do get the logic behind it. Don't get me wrong. I do get the logic behind it. But for me, it's like <sighs> AR Fox should have gotten 20% of the offense in this match because AR Fox is a jobber. Like he's not he's not a mid-carter. He's not an upper mid-carter. He's not a he's not even a lower mid-carter. This guy belongs on dark. So, I don't know. For me, it's like it's okay for him to struggle, but I still think that he ought to go over, you know, uh, with a little less. You know, maybe somebody grabs Ar Fox's leg once, and then you know he he hits him with the Blade Runner or whatever. Um, but again, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and. I'm not going to sit here and tell the vet that he's wrong about how to book a guy. No, so. and the
6: vet is right. That's that's Jay White exactly. Jay White, but again, I are Fox, man. Like like we said, he's not even an upper mid card guy. He's not even a lower mid card guy. He's just a jobber to me. And but but you're right, vet. That that's that's Jay White to a team, man. That's how he gets his victories, and that's who he is. You know what I mean? So. But anything that takes me out of it, you know when he does face MJF at, at Full Gear, it's Full Gear, right? That's what's coming up, correct? hmm Well, you know, it's going to be a close match, you know what I mean? But I'm sure there's going to be a lot of chicanery, though. No doubt about it. But also, we're getting a pay-per-view on a night when Collision is supposed to be on? Uh, that Wrestle something, whatever it's called? Yeah. the What's this, this new pay-per-view coming out uh, with aw it's called wrestle something man i forgot what it is someone in the chat please tell me what, what it's called but the point is it's on a saturday which <laughs> i'm assuming it's going to be on at 8 p.m and not at fucking i don't know after when it finishes at like 10 so i don't know how that's going to work how are they going to do that
5: well i mean they'll just switch nights it clearly hasn't hurt them before to switch nights
6: well well they've been doing pay-per-views <laughs> on a sunday though yeah i know that's true but um, technically, they've been doing pay-per-views on a Sunday and not on a Saturday because that's WWE's night now, obviously.
5: That's right. That night belongs to the WWE. Anyway, this night belongs to Jay White as he gets the win uh, over AR Fox. Bang, bang, bang. The bang, bang gang jump in the ring to uh, you know, congratulate him and and be all happy. And then a man in a hoodie, who could that be, comes and tries <laughs> to steal the AEW championship. Jesus Christ. But he fails. And it's MJF, and this was the microcosm of MJF lately. And you look <laughs> like a bitch to do something doing it, too. fucked up.
6: Come on, man. This makes him look like a peace week champion by even attempting it. This not not only attempting it. it. Like
7: it. Right. This is just the Well,
6: yeah, thing. not just this. Right. It's everything. But... The fact that they made him do that, guys, I mean, come on. Furthermore, to the point that I was making earlier, no
7: authority whatsoever. Just none. Oh, well, he stole your belt. Sorry. Nothing I can do about it. I'm just a billionaire son. I can't, it's my company. I can't make him give it back or I can't threaten to fine or suspend or I can't do anything about this crime that was committed <laughs> under my watch on my airtime. So you'll just have to try to steal it back yourself if you want it champ I don't know you know just thinking about the logic of that um it, it, it's like what are we even doing here guys like really it's oh, why does anything yeah. else matter if you can't get that straight
6: yeah it's true and thank you Todd the coming king it's AEW world's end oh Whatever thank
5: God done? why have I got a feeling yes, it's over. yeah
6: we made it <laughs> You know what that pay-per-view is <laughs> going to be? I, I, I'm i almost going to guarantee this. You heard it here first, folks. World War Three, WCW. Remember that? Three rings, 60 wrestlers. <laughs> I'm telling I'm not, you, man. I'm not going
5: to lie. I, it's been a long four seasons. I feel like maybe they should have ended this after two, but I'm, I'll, I'm here <laughs> to stick it out for the, for the end of the fourth season. No,
6: but I've got a feeling that's going to be some sort of big battle royale.
5: <laughs> that's how it goes. It'll just be... 100 people in three rings or except no they want to do it they want to be different they're going to be all new and all different so they'll have four rings it's world war three pal
6: <laughs> i'm telling you yeah it, it's gonna be a raw a raw rumble esque type of show i just yeah. come on the name says it the world's in they want to be world war three so bad
5: cool cool yeah. um yeah. all right so uh next up guys um secret here from professional wrestling case secret. This is something they don't want you to know on AEW TV guys. Max Caster is like super gay. (laughs) He's like super, super gay. The acclaimed uh, are, are backstage. And, uh, basically Max is just like really, really gay for the other Max. And he's like, really, he really, really wants, wants to fuck Max. So, uh, bowens and billy are both like max you're doing too much go stand in the corner so he stands in the corner so max castor is not only gay he's clearly a sub uh since he went and stood <laughs> in the corner like he was told um that was that was the segment guys did i miss anything important
7: no it was pretty gay yeah There's a there was a, an actual gay guy and the guy that called himself mr ass and they were both telling him to cool it yeah,
6: <laughs>
5: stop being so gay, Max. Um, yeah, when when Anthony Bowens is telling you that what you're doing is gay, hey.
6: not just that, guys. He sent dick pics to Max. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: It's mm. it's the not... wrong Max,
6: the wrong Max to the wrong Max, right to, to the fake Max. It's mm-hmm. not
5: cool. Um, anyway, speaking <laughs> of too gay, Dalton Castle makes an entrance, uh, but speaking he's of not gay. gay yeah. It's just time for the boys to face the ass boys. So we went from <laughs> we went from Mister Ass and the actually gay guy and the character who's Ew. supposed to be gay, um, like who's supposed to be super gay, to the guy who everyone thinks is gay, and then He's not gay. No, who's not gay, but who has uh, boys in gay <laughs> outfits that he comes out to the ring with, and also they're facing the ass boys. So. <laughs>
1: Well,
6: it's a thon tonight on uh, collision. So,
7: I actually, when I, when Dalton Castle came out, I was like, oh, oh okay. And then uh, then I saw it was going to be a match with the boys, and I was like, oh, well,
6: yeah, I know. Because
7: you got you guys each just called Ar Fox a jobber, and I think you need <laughs> to be re-educated that this is what jobbers <laughs> look like. Okay, the boys are jobs. <laughs> Ar Fox has been jobbed that's a different thing uh but this is what real jobbers look like no offense to those guys like i like them i like the whole gimmick i like everything except the way they've done it ever since tony Khan bought ring of honor and actually for a long time
6: i hate the fact that they're using a song that's a ripoff of hungry eyes yeah it used to be
7: I want it all. Yeah, I want like it his all. his version that so used to better. be like the, <laughs> Yeah, the generic version of I, <laughs> yeah. "I Want It All" by Queen, and that <laughs> yeah. was actually pretty kick-ass and filled. That was a kick-ass thing. Yeah, and absolutely. This, I no, no, no. It's no, no, it's no, a no. hungry eyes
6: remake. Surely I'm not tripping, right?
7: Uh,
5: you're not. No.
6: Yeah, I'm not. It's that's what it reminds you of hungry eyes and the ding, ding, in the background.
5: anyway this was a proper squash match as uh the boys got two moments to shine and one of them was their entrance so good guns up uh good quick match here
6: um oh god Jerome, bro damn i want all the ass boys (laughs) (laughs) this
5: this reminds me some of some of what what i see on this show reminds me of that kurt angle thing where he was like where he was like you're a boy and I'm a man who likes to play with boys. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's good, good stuff. All right. Um next up we get a video package hyping MJF and Kenny Omega.
6: Hmm. Three.
5: Yeah. Is
7: this the same one they showed on Rampage? Uh
5: yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Kenny, Kenny wants Kenny wants to be the longest reigning aew champion and mjf doesn't want him to be he wants to take it for himself um and also nobody from the company gives us an explanation as to why this is happening it's just kenny asked for it so mjf's like sure i'll defend my championship that i don't currently have possession over
6: yeah and looked weird that he came out with nothing too mind you not even that ring of honor championship but um yeah man uh the, the the whole story of this match is about the longest rain. That's it. That's all it is. Who's had? The, I, who's going to have the longest rain?
5: I prefer the longest snow.
6: <laughs> hey. Just
5: look outside your window. Then. There
6: it yeah. goes.
5: Show us there one it, more there time, it, there it goes.
7: So this so this match was made on dynamite, right? With these these guys having a little sort of a weird, uncomfortable, and well, kind of it lame. It technically started
6: on being the elite vet
7: you know what don't ever say those words on, the, on any of your shows again um
5: i've been so telling him that for three and a half years but I'm everybody has he
7: just refuses to listen this is the one thing that jimmy is very stubborn about he's gonna talk about what happens on being the I haven't uh, watched none of us since know that what episode, that is because yeah. you know of all the things that we don't have time for that's definitely at the top of the list but Uh, regardless of where it actually started, what we saw it start on was Dynamite. And um, did I not, by the way, did I misunderstand what happened on Dynamite? Or did MJF also agree to a match at full gear, another handicap match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships on the same night that he's supposed to defend the title against Jay? Is, Is he doing double duty again at full gear? Is that what I understood from Dynamite?
6: Uh yes, but the thing is, I don't remember ever him accepting a ring of attacking He did match. He did. Okay. Yes. Well, he he can do it all. It's, I mean, he's everything. Is that going to be an out?
7: Like I, I hope had to wrestle so.
6: twice, and Jay takes the belt. I'm right? thinking maybe maybe it's not too far fetched to believe that maybe Jay White will become our new uh champion. Hopefully.
7: And maybe they want to throw this maybe perhaps i'm giving them too much credit let's go ahead and assume that i am but again this is me just reconciling <laughs> holy shit. uh i'll finish my thought uh, perhaps this is just me reconciling it in my mind but you throw this uh you throw this match with kenny omega in there in as a roadblock just so that mjf takes more and more cumulative damage so that when j white eventually becomes a champion he's got all these excuses or whatever built in for him Yeah, maybe exactly then. and exactly. we're joined by
5: Nana we're joined Kiyala. by the boss himself yeah uh, it's
7: all well,
0: what's good guys what's good man uh excellent uh work as always i was uh just hopping on to actually tape a consultants and i saw you guys were live so i'll give you guys the floor but i figured I'm right here backstage, so I might as well do the Don Stevens uh, DMCA check on y'all. But uh, hopefully everybody's having a good week, man. And uh, um, yeah, that, there's uh, one thing I wanted to—I was just listening to you know we uh, were saying about Omega being a roadblock. How about the fact that in Dynamite they had that match, the Triple B or whatever it is is right there. You're not going to go get your belt like, and but then you're going to make an eight man and not pick your partners and then you're gonna instead of leaving that's already overbooked have omega walk out to go three days bitch, with no shirt on so you're booking an eight man for the the property of the belt after this match is three days away so you're not even going to have your belt at that and if omega wanted to get over as a baby he's like you know what i want to face you for the title they go down there, beat the shit out of them, and get the belt back together, and do a little tug of war or something at least to tie it mm-hmm. all in. Now they're gonna have a match in three days, bitch, with no belt because <laughs> these goofs over here got it, and what is you know, nine tenths of the law is having it, property, yeah, right? Yeah. Like so, in one segment they made an eight man, and they stooged off the finish probably because they want to get it to the next week. So we already know this is just going to be a masturbation match in false finishes and kickouts. So uh, that segment alone could have been chopped up into four different, five different segments throughout the show instead
5: of punching it all into the first half hour, man. It was brutal. The first segment from Wednesday was egregious. And we talked about uh, – Jimmy and I talked about it on the skirmish, which you guys can listen to on the PWC network. Uh, but uh, but Jimmy and I, we talked about it on the skirmish. And I said, man, what the fuck is the, is the point of this? There were six different angles being booked in the opening in, segment in the opener, just yeah. with MJF. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. He's so he's got beef with with Juice Robinson because he wants to steal the fucking uh, ring, right? Then right. he's got then he's got beef with Jay White because Jay wants to because Jay and has the belt, the belt. Right? right? Stole the belt. Now uh, he's got beef with Max Castor because Max is gay and stalking him. <laughs> yep. He's got beef with. Uh, Roddy Strong, because Roddy says Adam really loudly every once in a while, or whatever right. you know, his problem is. Those yeah. guys,
0: those guys, all all could be players, and they look like goofs, like some middle school thing. And Wardlow, and, right? That's the right. other one you were going so to. Yeah, Wardlow.
6: No,
5: no, exactly. not, not even Ben. Listen, it's not and even just Omega. And then Omega. Yeah. So then, then Omega, then Wardlow, mm-hmm. and then and then later on in the night, here comes Samoa Joe. It's like, oh, yes. what the fuck are they That's doing right. in this company?
0: Yeah, like, dude. like, I a, I like that the overarching story is that you're a kind of a hunted man, but you had these dudes to to put o- put over and have your back who are over the acclaimed. Like, that's where they should have just slotted it in right there. But he tells them to screw off. So now we're on another quest of, like, who are we going to get? And he's like, I got guys bigger or what have you coming in. So what does that mean? You're going to get um, – cast big cast probably right to do something and who who knows who else it's just like uh, sad trombone because we're not getting any story that is congruent to anything you know like and what's he going to come out on top and he doesn't even have his belt so the chase really means nothing if you really wanted to do some shit You'd go kick the shit out of Jay White, who's not that intimidating, nor anybody in his crew like, I like Juice Robinson, and just go, fuck it, if he stole it, I'll steal it from him. And then I get the match because he's going to want to make it with me to get it back. So is Jay White in that click the baddest heels that, couldn't, that nobody could fuck with because they're so badass? No. Dude, if Hobbs wanted to right now or Miro, he'd just go kick the shit out of him, grab the belt, and walk away. Or Keith Lee or anybody, dude, that's a super heavyweight. So n- none of this makes any logical congruence sense. I agree completely. Yeah. The
1: no. only you know, thing I, I like is...
0: Go, go ahead.
7: Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, the only thing I like is the idea that the champ has a target, multiple targets, like on yeah. his back, or, or at least multiple shooters on one target, right? Like that should be the case in every uh, wrestling promotion that has a champion. Like every champion should be like... I've got, I really have to watch my back because everybody wants it. Um, but so, so that's actually cool, but because it's AEW, they're not going to get, you know, as we always say, the max value. Um, and it's fine, but one of two things is going to happen. Either he comes out as Superman by overcoming all of this, or all of this stuff is what ends up he collapses under the weight of it all, and that's what allows sure. you know Jay to take the title. But he, he's got all the these- movie
0: coming out. He's got the movie coming out, so you want to keep him up top. The bidding war of twenty twenty four. You know whatever is going on, going to happen with that. He wants to be up there. I think they pulled back from the anti-Semitism with the roll of quarters after Israel popped off and we should be doing the exact opposite and leaning into that shit. Like, and then the fact they could have got Omega over by like, fuck that, I want to face you for the title. They go down there shirtless together and then beat the shit yeah. out of him, get their hands on it, he's got it back, turn, Kenny Omega hits him with a flying knee, stands over him. Bang, right? And and that's how you button scenes, but these guys are EVP's top guys. And the it's just going on and on. Here comes the here comes the edit bus. There goes the <laughs> edit bus. Here it comes again. Nope, not getting on that one either. You're just like, holy shit, bro. Like
6: well, can they be that silly though, Bin? I mean, are they that stupid? Surely they Surely they know. We have three and a, and a half down. years. To they know? They Do field,
0: like mean. the vet and I were trained for TV. Those guys were indie stars who went that's
1: all true. over the place. And they might have yeah.
0: shot around them on New Japan and what have you. It's a different monster. And if you're just worrying about five stars or overbooking anime, like big fantasy stuff, the it, where did they train film study where did they train acting where did they train directing where do they train business where are their master's degrees in business
7: true no, well we're ta- when we're just talking about one guy and he trained by watching fucking ecw and uh wwe so that's that's where he learned it so <laughs> I, yeah but he's not it's all the worst it's all the worst it's, it's all the worst things that they do. And then you have none of your own actual life experience or skill to put behind it yourself because you're, you're learning on the fly at the same time. So it's, it's a copy of, it's a copy of a copy of a
0: copy. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're precise on that. Uh, But you guys do the show, man. I'm going to do some other work. I got plenty of cannabis going on. I just wanted to drop in and say, I hope you guys are having a good weekend and uh, everything you got going on football that Sunday and everybody in the chat room hanging out. So uh but y'all are uh, back to business all day no rest for the wicked. All right, then before you record
7: your consultants, make sure that your audio's coming through the right mic, okay, buddy?
0: Okay, is it not on this one? Double like, check.
7: I I'm not sure, but uh maybe not. But anyway, um, yeah. Man.
0: All good. But yeah, you guys uh, take the room and then I'll record later this afternoon for patreon.com slash homie Media Group, the consultant September eighth, twenty twenty episode of twelve pages. alright so you yeah, <laughs> so, all right, y'all uh, I'll see you infidels later. <laughs> Peace
1: out. <Ben. laughs>
6: Thank you, Bean. See you, bro.
5: Well always a good always a good day when the boss shows up. Um You know, the thing about this, too, that he was talking about with uh, like and I I mentioned this to you on the on the skirmish, uh, Jimmy. But what what this sort of reminds me of is the Nightfall uh, (laughs) uh, books from Batman, which is where Bane breaks Batman's back. Right. But the way that he goes about doing that is he releases all of the bad guys from Arkham and then Batman is exhausted by the time Bane finally gets to him. Right. It's been like four days with no sleep for Batman by the time Bane finally gets him you know and breaks his back. I would like that as a story, but the thing is is when you're reading Nightfall, right, when you're when you're flipping through the pages of Nightfall, you see Batman get consecutively more and more tired, right? You'll see after like the first night he's fine, right? After the third or four, you know, after the third night you can see like the 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 stubble starting to come out on his on his beard, right? And you can see like As he's having the last few, like, fights with with the other people who have been let out, he's exhausted, right? And he's, you know, he's showing up and he's like, come on, I can do this all day kind of thing, right? Doing the old, you know, Captain America thing. But I don't see any of that from MJF with this stuff. He should be getting progressively more and more exhausted. And he should be cutting promos where where it's like, oh, you want some too? Fine. Like, you can, you can, fine, Max, or fine, or fine, Kenny, like, you want the match right now, we can have the match right now, you know, but he should be looking exhausted. Instead, he looks like exactly the same MJF that he's always, he's cutting the same promo with the same energy, with the same everything, the same wording, to be honest with you. Everything is the same. It's, there's no progression in the character. And if you want to build that story. You have to build it where, like, okay, like, you can see it. MJF is getting more and more progressively exhausted by these things. And right now, they're just not doing it.
6: Right. And what's even worse is the fact they're not even they're not even making it seem like it's because he's got even a, a bullseye on his back, you know what I mean, as champion. They're not even playing into that. They're just doing whatever they feel like, you know what I mean?
7: And it's just uh, crazy, man. So, Chris, who's Asriel in this situation? Is it Max Caster? Oh, God,
5: I hope not. Um, okay. Max Caster would be great as Asriel, though. Uh, except Samoa Joe? Be Asriel. <laughs> <laughs> uh samoa joe would be great i'd love i'd love samoa joe just being like you know what max you rest i'll defend the the world title for us and joe just coming out there and fucking wrecking people that'd be awesome um because you know joe would just do it too like you know joe would just be like oh juice robinson wants a wrestling match with me great
7: my match ain't going through a break
5: yeah, <laughs> that'd be great that would be good but i mean that's what i'm saying like the, the thing that they need to do if that's what they're doing is they need to show the progression because right now it's just look at all the people who want to fuck max dot 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 mm-hmm.
7: well that's good so we'll just we'll just take what we we'll just take the tidbits we're given and we'll fill in the rest with our own you know i, I never would have made the nightfall analogy but it, I'll i'll take it now and i'll use that now that will help me enjoy it more
5: (laughs) good it's a great story by the way i've got it
7: sitting in a closet somewhere i'm I'm well aware
5: yeah it's awesome
7: the best part too the best part too is when batman comes back he fucks bane up (laughs) bad
5: absolutely
7: real bad
5: yeah um, and also you got to have like, you know, the, the friend who's like the really good friend too. like when, when uh, Nightwing came back and filled in for Batman for a while to try to do the right thing. Uh, God, I love that story. That is such, can we just talk about Nightfall instead of wrestling? Cause it would be, it would be way better. Yeah.
7: Sorry for the 35 year old spoilers or whatever. Anybody that hasn't read Nightfall.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go fuck yourself if you're, if you're complaining about spoilers. Um, all right. So next up, Ryan Nemeth thinks he's a star and he thinks Speak that him, go J.
4: fuck yourself. <laughs>
5: yeah. he thinks that CJ Perry can help him get to the point where where he's a big big star. And when he knocks on the door, he's met with an angry Miro who invites him in for tea. That's not what happened. He dragged him into the ring or dragged him into the room to beat the shit out of him. So good stuff here. <laughs> and Nemeth is stupid. And uh yeah, we got to see Miro. Hooray.
7: So now wait a minute. So how am I supposed to interpret this? Because C.J. Perry is clearly—is is she just like a Venus flytrap, like where she just waits? She 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 never had any intention to manage anybody. She's just bringing in prey for her husband or something. Like like what is what was was that? Was she ever in that room or did Miro just put her name on that room, like just to catch somebody? What is going on here? What is actually going on?
6: We have no idea what the hell is going on. This is just silly shit. Once again, this is just oh. whistle crap.
5: Because Miro needs to trick people to in order to beat them up. He needs them to be caught off guard and be unawares.
7: Well, I feel like he should be fired for this personally.
5: I mean, he clearly. I mean, we don't know exactly what happened. But right. given the very low bar of what makes their boss fear for his life, like this should have mm-hmm. been a firing for sure.
7: Yeah, we gotta conduct an investigation at the very least, and uh, yeah.
6: Well, this is surely leading to a Ziegler fucking um, debut, right?
7: No, it's
6: not sure. You don't think so? No, I think it I is. I mean, I'm not saying somehow. it won't ever
7: happen, but I'm saying this is no. Just his brother's been working there for how many years? It's no it
5: guarantee that he's showing up and been getting his ass kicked for this long, so. I yeah, that would be a really, really he needs bad big way
6: brother to man. save his backside, man. I'm telling you, it's gonna be that cheesy.
5: That would be awful, but also um they <laughs> don't really they, they don't really seem to understand talent the same way that I do, and that's not to say that I'm right, they just seem to understand it differently than me. I mean, for me, when they signed uh Johnny TV, is that what he's going by now? When they signed John Morrison, I was like, oh, Cool. That that's a good guy that they could have as like a mid card champion type guy. He's he's a very very talented in ring competitor with a good look and like you know you could get him over with like kind of cheese with kind of like a cornball cheesy sort of gimmick because that's what he really is like. And instead, it's just awful. Awful. That's it's it.
6: awful. This shit's garbage, awful. man.
5: So him coming back to be like, or him coming in to be like, you, you beat up my brother that one time is exactly the kind of thing that this company would do
1: right they would and we'll, and we'll, we'll just I'm get a,
5: it
7: and we'll, we'll, what what do we get we'll get a wwe match from what eight years ago yeah they're exactly. gonna sell no tickets and
6: cj will get involved and you know how it goes yeah and they end up in a room yeah Dolph. zero tickets
5: Dolph <laughs> can be the new uh Dolph can be the new <clears throat> um buff. no he can't no he can be the new bobby lashley he can. He well, can be yeah. The new one, fucking CJ. Well, he has
6: hooked up with CJ before in the past in well, storyline.
5: Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm right? saying
6: that yep. can be his I'm thing, sorry, right? Boys. Miro
5: can beat him up, but he can be like, he can be like, you know what, Miro, you can beat me up, but I fucked your wife.
6: <laughs> and the brother can bring his hot and flexible brother in Dolph Ziggler, right?
5: That's uh that's gross and probably where they're going because aew next you, up that. next up the aew women's World Championship is on the line it's a car who gives a sheet uh faces Abbahausen mm. she came out with Danhausen face paint I don't understand why does she look like Danhausen that was why she not want to that him, was kiss face paint it looked it, it looked like
7: Danhausen the kiss Damon one of them, one of them, it's, it's, it's one of them, one of them kiss mimes. I don't know which one, the
6: key statement from WCW. I him,
7: yeah, I know, but the band kiss okay, I has know. Different, they all have different face paint patterns, and this I don't think was any of those, but it was
6: clearly inspired nah, by them.
5: Okay, I don't know
6: so she was, <laughs> it was just. Mm. So
5: so we're going to go ahead and ask this question for the first time and not the last time tonight. Why is Abbahausen getting a women's world championship title match?
7: Bet. She won a, a women's match on Rampage. Oh. She did? Do you guys do Uncage anymore <laughs> or not? Yes. You just fucking, Do we you just do. skip through it or do you just... <laughs> She, she won a match i don't f- remember what kind of match it was <laughs> yeah. there was a bunch of women B- out man, there you're fucking
6: you're us that now bro <laughs> she,
7: she, well, she won she won bro she's a winner been she, she came dude. back after having been gone for god knows how long and she won a match she's she's like the ar fox of the women's division except she actually did her job and now you she's got be- this title match
5: yeah Oddly enough, it's also Halloween, so the spooky so who, who character has exactly. a world title match.
7: Oh, who did she beat? I forget. One of them women. <laughs>
6: One of them women. Was it someone significant? What, wasn't elite? um,
7: wasn't Dark Sky in that match on Rampage?
6: Oh, she was. She was. No, no, you're right. And and, and
7: and and Dark Willow. The four
6: way. Slightly a Dark yeah. Willow.
1: Yeah.
7: It was All a- right. She a
8: dark well,
6: Willow. Uh, She looks weird, dude.
7: What the hell? She's got a little bit under her eyes. Her her makeup's running a little bit under one eye. Oh, I see. Go ahead,
5: Chris. Everyone's dark because Tony Khan has a fetish for big titty goth chicks. I don't know. It's. it's
6: Mm -hmm. (laughs) God damn it!
5: All right. Well, there's spider webs (laughs) around the ring because reasons, and uh, Uh Sheeta has a dress on because reasons. She's dressed like Ada Wong from Resident Evil 4. Abaddon pulls the champ under the ring, only for the champ to emerge unscathed, because reasons. Uh, anyway, the champ retains her title, so thanks for coming, Abbahausen, and we'll see you next October.
7: <laughs> the crowd chanted, uh, we want pumpkins at one point, and they sure cool. got it. The finish yeah. was a knee to a pumpkin.
5: Knee to a pumpkin.
6: <laughs> Kablam. <laughs> Kablam. All uh... right. So from one
5: undeserving challenger, we go to an ROH TV title match. As Samoa Joe defends against no entrance McJobber. Great Titus.
6: He's a poor man, Stevie. That's how I've always looked at him. No shit, man. Am no I wrong entrance- in saying that Vent?
5: Mick Jobber.
1: That's yes. his name.
5: No. He is now the Irish contingent for the uh the company
6: he's a ring he's a ring of honor mainstay that's been around forever yeah and he's pretty much he's had a couple of runs i mean like they said he's a former tv champion but like i said before he's literally to me a poor man's version of stevie richards
5: so for me to know who this man was i would have had to have watched ring of honor at some point in my life
6: he's been in ring of honor for years chris like i mean years he's been around for a long time
5: Okay, so who did he beat to get a chance at this belt? Um,
7: oh not one I person. I... Oh okay.
5: No.
6: That's all how right. it works in his company. It doesn't matter, man. You you want to be number one contender, you you're number one contender. That's how it works in his AEW, all elite wrestling, so they say.
7: Yeah. It's, they
1: call it. it's
7: just it's just whoever whoever they feel like Joe can go over on in two minutes. Like they they pick from that list of people and he it was his turn
5: well and that's exactly what happened shockingly enough i was shocked i really thought we were going to have a new roh tv champion tonight on aew uh collision
1: oh
6: boy what company am i watching
5: again uh
6: uh, is it me? uh this is like when
7: um one of the nxt kids comes on to uh smackdown or raw or like in some cases they just stay there like i don't think they ask anybody's <laughs> permission starters? like dragon lee just goes to smackdown and decides i'm done with nxt and <laughs> yeah. no one wants to tell him any different so he's just there now you know
6: no reasons yeah.
5: no reason for reasons um except i really like reasons you know the little the little chocolates with the hard caramel <laughs> mm. Yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right. Well, Ricky Starks and Dax Harwood next up in a singles match. Um, but before we can begin, the lights go out, and then they come mm-hmm. back on, and it was just—it was just so House of Black could take their seats in the crowd.
6: It was a cock tease. That's what it was.
5: Okay. Are these guys, like, I, I don't think they're magical. I think they're, like, I think they're cursed. They can't move unless the lights go out. Like, they're stuck they're, in the they reptiles, Chris. Like, they're literally, like, stuck in one place. So, in order for them to move, the lights have to go out and then they can move. They're like a and d character in, like, the Underdark, <laughs> you know? They can only move as long as it's dark. But as, if there's any light at all, they're stuck in place. They're, they're, they turn wow. to stone like gargoyles.
6: They are the darkness, Chris.
5: Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) this was a pretty solid match. Um, My joking aside, uh, back and forth. uh, Dax was distracted a few times by House of Black. Um, He had it all won uh, before Bill pulled him out of the ring and off of uh, his tag team partner, which allowed Starks to hit a pile driver Mm. after the distraction and get the win. Yeah. Vet, what did you think of the match before we get into the rest of the lights on? <laughs> lights on, lights oh, off, I lights on. I,
7: I couldn't tell you. I didn't pay attention to any of this. Yeah. As soon as I saw Dax Daxon go out there, I was like, <laughs> nope, can't pay attention. I forget what I was doing at the time. Um, somebody might have been showing me something while I had this on my phone. Like, they might be, hey, look at this. And I was looking at it while this match was on double speed. So I probably looked <laughs> down and just saw that it was over. I, I noticed I feel that like there was faster. something I did want to say about it. Like I did notice something, but I forget what that is now. So fair enough.
5: Jimmy, how'd you like the match?
6: The match was fine, but again why why did we need to have such a singles match? I mean, was there was any like is this what you call a feud, a storyline? Is this how it works?
5: This is exactly how it works. This is how so storylines work in AEW. We just do we just stuff. Just go straight
6: into matches. We just do stuff. We just we just get into it and and that's that. And then by the end of this match, yeah, we had a lights on, lights off moment. I guess he's back.
5: Well, I'll I'll tell you because the lights go out again. And then this time it's Julia Hart who holds her hand up menacingly. She did one of these. But why?
6: Why to the boys? Which, At least he could have done an effect where she was which, floating to the ring.
5: Listen, I love when girls do one of these, could they? right? But but this was <laughs> oh, what well. she was doing, right? She was doing...
6: Well, playing with balls? Well, Is that I, what she was I doing? Wasn't,
5: I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying to be subtle about it, Jimmy. You're <laughs> <laughs> just, just being childish, <laughs> goddamn uh, But just... she, she was doing this, right? And then the lights went out again. Oh, oh, and then the lights did. came on again. And and the the Dark Order were standing in the ring this time
8: so <laughs> the
5: dark order the dark the dark order is that what they just,
7: are just in case anybody has any doubts i do like i do try to watch the show and most of the show i can point out to you that when uh julia came out like when they first turned the lights back on now if you know her hat has like those little red those little red like petal shaped lights or whatever in it. oh i noticed that i
6: noticed and that. one I of them red.
7: one of them was shining like right on the tip of her nose so she just looked like a clown standing there she looked like a <laughs> literal clown like because there was a red like her nose had that red <laughs> spot on it so like whatever whatever sinister look that she was supposed to have right there was undercut by the fact that she looked like she was wearing a clown nose because of her hat
5: Julia, the red-nosed reindeer
6: <laughs> had a little shiny nose. <laughs> All right, so
5: you uh, know, LFI show up and they come down to the ring, and it looks like they're gonna they're gonna fight with the good guys. And oh no, LFI's here. They're gonna side with the House of Black for whatever reason the, the commentators wanted us to believe this, um, <laughs> but they didn't. and LFI attacked the House of Black darkness wait wait
6: so stuff. let me get this straight so when they were kidnapped and i'm talking about Pelo pedo peligroso and oh sorry preston vance and uh what's the other guy jalistico when they chance were kidnapped the rapper
5: and dragon Ball. oh yes
6: <laughs> chance the rapper <laughs> anyway so did they get kidnapped by the house of the darkness of clowns or whatever the fuck like did is that what happened no
7: mm, i don't think so
6: So then, what's the problem? I mean, okay. So the baby faces come by the numbers, it seems, right? I mean, by the numbers, and the heels are the ones that are getting outnumbered every week now in this company. Is that how it works?
5: This is the way that we that we have seen over the last almost four years that they book the good guys (laughs) in this company, Jimmy. The good guys always have to have the upper hand in numbers. If 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 the the good guys. The, the bad guys have to overcome the number the numbers odds uh, every time otherwise they're just not good heels they're not being good heels <laughs> unless they're overcoming a number's barrier
6: seriously watching this shit makes you just so stupid man no shit like it's just it's ridiculous but in saying that i am happy to see lfi back or is it los ingo Brnambles de mexico or is it de america at this point i have no idea but whatever Roosh has got a badass fucking theme, though. you got to give him that. I like his song, man.
5: I also like the match that he had with Jungle Boy a while ago. That was a long
6: time ago. Was that the last time we saw him on television, actually? I think so. (laughs) Yeah. No, really. I'm I'm being dead serious. That was like, what, 10 months ago?
5: That was a long fucking time ago at this point, yeah. Well, they rushed him back. Great. All right, they, they ruched him back.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> oh. yeah. All right. I mean, so it took a while. Hey, guys. Next up was the return of former WWF cruiserweight champion and one of my favorites of all time, Gilberg, as he faced off with Claudio Castagnoli. Uh,
6: no shit. What? I walked off to take a piss. I came back. The match was over. Was it really that quick?
5: It was really that quick and unfortunately it wasn't actually gilberg i was very who was sad it?
6: i kid you not i saw cosignoli come out i walked off i came back though he was they were off my screen i didn't even know who he was facing
5: jobber Jobiski, the polish <laughs> hammer
6: <laughs> oh, ivan Patsky.
5: yeah um no the og yeah, polish hammer it was just some jobber who looked like Gilbert, which made me just uh, wish for Gilbert. I was like, oh, I like Gilbert. <laughs> can we get Gilbert?
1: Oh, well.
6: Well, I guess Costagnoli's pissed off, right? So, send him out a piece of meat. When that's pretty
1: bad much bad it. Mood.
5: All right. Oh, so, geez. next up, we see a video of MJF and Kenny Omega stretching because. You know, we got to see Kenny with his shirt off stretching. Otherwise, it's just not AEW. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Samoa Joe shows up and is like, hey, Max, I hate to interrupt your stretching session here, but uh, just know that the offer still stands and I can help you out. Um, But I want a title shot, which what if he loses his title tonight, Joe? Have you thought of that contingency? (laughs)
6: Crazy Joe is not Samoa Joe anymore he's dopey Joe
5: or this, sloppy company, Joe. this company certainly hasn't imagined that scenario <laughs> uh,
6: this is dumb again this whole Joe fucking oh yeah oh I've got your back Max but I want a title shot like come on man. really doesn't Max have all these fucking money couldn't he buy anybody or no one wants his money anymore no, we're Again, not we're not doing another,
5: the, the rich Jewish guy thing anymore oh. because like six people got mad on Twitter. So we're not oh, doing that I'll anymore. See. That's um,
7: another thing uh where a guy is just dictating the rules of the company. Like if I if I am your friend, I get a title shot. You get to decide that I get a title shot. You know, it's just yeah, another example geez. of that. I
6: mean, hey man.
5: Hey, that's true, by the way. That comment is absolutely true. The vet is a bit,
6: as a a matter of fact.
5: Wow. Lucky you, Serge. To have ever (laughs) been able to podcast with the vet is a true honor. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel a little bit like the Nightwing in this situation. Like if the vet ever has like a major injury, I'll fill in for him, but on the good side, right? Not the Asriel side, not that. I'm, (laughs) I'm the good guy. I'm the good guy.
6: Are you sure not the Asriel side?
5: I'm not the Asriel. I'm not I'm not you're the Asriel. god damn it. You're you no, got no, black no. you've got the black hair. You've got the black hair. You're the bad guy.
6: <clears throat> no, no, I'm not. But Aaron Ben Schlomer says, six idiots, I wanted to see where the story will go, and now I'm a Jewish. Yeah.
5: yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think most Jewish fans saw that and were like, huh, that's interesting. Uh <laughs> but like I said, six people got really mad about it on Twitter, so we can't do that. <sighs> um uh, Fucking whatever. Um, <clears throat> next up, the main event as MJF defends a belt he doesn't currently possess against Kenny Omega.
6: <laughs> uh, this is That's fucking cool. comedy.
5: That's cool. You guys remember uh, like two two or three years ago there um, when the Montreal Canadiens were uh, competing for the, for the Stanley Cup against no. the Tampa Bay Lightning, but, no, the, Ta- no but the Tampa that. Bay Lightning didn't have the <laughs> The, the cup there. They were like, they were like, yeah, we we lost it, so we're just gonna pretend like the cup is here and play for it. No, no, Toy I don't cup. That either. even if that literally happened, no one would remember that. It didn't happen. The
7: only thing um, I remember is the NHL almost getting shut down completely. And yeah, if only that had
5: happened. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! <laughs> All right, now I aren't mean, I the like numbers up in the like NHL? Ass-
2: <laughs> oh 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 urge to what kill rising <laughs> uh,
5: no but honestly yeah no this is stupid what how is he defending a championship that he doesn't possess what exactly is going to change hands here if Kenny Omega wins
7: well the, well Chris the belt is just a prop we've been told that many times so the championship is only represented by the belt. MJF will always be a champion until somebody defeats him. Uh, so you can carry around this Burberry strap all you want, but oh, you're yeah, not the yeah, real yeah. champ.
6: We did miss yeah. the Andrade segment, which was right after the LA FI There was segment, nothing to ironically. say. He
7: just he just walked off. it, he, it was it was yeah. ridiculous. There was nothing,
6: really. What were did we he gonna mention? Say? Right. He's a mask.
5: No, not even. Oh. Then yeah, there's nothing. We just we and just it
6: was literally right. right after Alifi returned. Literally, you would have thought there would have been something. Yeah, of... wasn't
7: that it? Lexi asked him, "What do you think about that?" And he's like, oh, yeah. "Yeah."
6: He's <laughs> like, "Eh, man." Yeah. Yeah. He didn't say nothing really. What did he say? I mean, <laughs> he just yeah, he didn't say shit. What
5: he
1: do you think of that? Like,
6: I think uh, that my <laughs> friends are here in AEW. <laughs> And they've got my mask. Yeah.
5: They don't have my mask.
6: <laughs> I have my mask back at the casa. <laughs> yeah, doesn't even carry it anymore, except he's got it around his necklace.
5: His necklace. Um. Yep. All right. Uh. So the way that Yeet. this match, at least, begins because they did seem to be attempting to tell a story, at least in the beginning of this match, and it was that. Kenny Omega is the better technician, Um, but Max is close. But Max is close, right? And Max is willing to cheat. So Max might be able to win this because he's a good technician, but also he'll poke you in the eyes and stuff.
6: Well, it's funny because really the match is pretty much in a weird way old school versus new school. You know what I'm saying? Even though Kenny is the new school guy and MJF is old school, but the age will tell you otherwise. I mean mjf to me this match was also about the old school type of wrestler against the you know the junior heavyweight type of uh wrestler the way he flies around the ring i thought both of them had pretty good chemistry considering they have completely different styles though and was he trying to be bret hart what's going on there i'm talking about kenny by the way
5: everybody is always trying to be bret hart now everybody
6: oh well at least he's canadian but he came out with those bret hart-esque glasses to the ring
5: Sorry, my uh, my hamster's wheel definitely needs to be greased. Oh, is that the hamster? That. So that thing has been on there. He was like that all fucking night, too. I wanted to eat him out the window.
6: Well, it's a shame that WD-40 is banned in Canada, dude. I can't believe it's Still, Exactly.
5: How am I going to fix wow. it? I can't have WD-40 anymore because my country is wow. insane. Jesus, man. Anyway, That's this crazy. match, like I said, they told a story for the first four minutes or so, and then it just became moves. Look at the moves. Look at the impressive, cool moves. And watch this move. Did you see that move? There's another move here. Watch how cool it is when I do the move. Oh, you can do the poison rana? Well, I'm going to do a poison rana. Look at the. Look at the. See that
6: awkward backflip that MJF did? That was pathetic, just quality.
5: At one point, Kenny was. They were supposed to do like a double up where they were like both down and then they like both did like you know, impressive athletic things to come up. But then hey, Kenny, Kenny right. fucked up. he slipped. He's,
6: he's 40 years
7: old now. I mean, MJF shit. is the one that slipped. Uh, if you're talking about the
5: bridge. No, no, no there no. was a there was a spot Keep before up. that. Yeah, where Kenny was supposed to kip up, but he wound up on his knee. Anyway, yeah, yeah. four V triggers aren't enough to put MJF away. Kenny does manage to get the champ up for the one winning one winged angel. He's got him up there, and there's two places that he could go, either front into the One-Winged Angel or back in order to continue the match. And Kenny has him up there, and he's basically unconscious. But 150 feet away from him, he sees Don Callis. So instead of just dropping the man forward and finishing the match and then being like, ha-ha, Don, you were too late... One hundred and fifty oh, feet was far too far away from me in order to stop me from finishing this match. Instead of doing that, he dropped him behind himself and went and yelled at Don Callis from the apron. He mm-hmm. didn't even go out of the ring to attack him. He just he just wanted to get four feet closer to Don Callis mm-hmm. and be on the apron while he yelled.
7: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For what it's worth, what a... Don Callis had a screwdriver. So I suppose he could have like hucked it like a throwing knife. And that's what Kenny was afraid of. So he just
6: could have just, yeah.
7: That's, uh, uh, you know, 150 yards. It's... Don Callis is deadly with a screwdriver.
5: Now that you've said that, you know, screwdriver throwing is definitely like it's, a, it's basically the second most popular sport in Canada next to hockey.
7: Mm hmm. <laughs> They did yeah. shut down the screwdriver throwing league, though. That that did happen. Yeah,
5: that one hundred percent. Yeah, after after about three seasons of the Winnipeg, um, you know, of the Winnipeg screwdrivers uh, winning, they were just like, you know what, no one else is going to compete against these Winnipeggers when it comes to throwing screwdrivers. So,
1: <laughs> Jeez. Yep.
6: Don Callis must be right up there, right?
5: Yeah, he's a he's a legend in the screwdriver throwing <laughs> community.
1: Oh, anyway, boy. after
5: this, they trade near falls before Max wins with a second heat seeker to defend the air. <laughs> I don't know.
6: Yeah, the all air championship, championship. Anyway, then, uh,
5: then we see videos of Joe, Wardlow, and Hobbs who are all watching. Uh,
6: it's a Bukaki and Max is the star. That's yep. what we're
5: getting okay vet what did you think of the main event um i hated it uh it's absolutely
7: the worst of what wrestling is today just a lot of stuff like you said for no reason but beyond just like doing the moves because it's time to do the moves but you also like with kenny omega that that means there has to be a table involved regardless of whether it makes sense or what point in the match it is like you couldn't even get to a point where kenny was like god i need to put this guy through a table to win he just did it because it was the first third of the match and he wanted to pull the table out there and you know that we can you know unsafely power bomb you know the the top guy in the company through it you know uh that's everybody should be pleased with that
5: that's how we do things now in wrestling Vet.
7: yeah i see that it's the new school as, as just, jimmy was you're just
5: to, a yeah. bitter old man bet
7: mm-hmm. I, i'm not with the times hey and who am i to say anything i voluntarily quit this before it even got this bad so <laughs> um you
5: know great i'm bet i vet was like somebody 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 asked me to do a ddt on the fucking apron i'm not doing that i I quit this company this fucking (laughs) wrestling has gotten so stupid i'm not doing that one spot and then now he's watching aew just like god don't they
7: know don't they know that's the hardest part of the ring i'm not doing that but uh no but um no it would be more like to be honest it would be more the fact of like that I would have to have that conversation with anybody in the future is why I quit like it shouldn't even have to come to a discussion it should just be like we all know that and it's things it's that and things like that and many other things uh but you know whatever who cares about me let's talk about the match some more so one of the things that's kind of crazy to me and this you would you know you've heard people say this before like it used to be where you tried not to hurt each other and you know and make it look like you were and now wrestling has gotten so fake that the only way to engage the audience is to voluntarily hurt yourself when everybody knows Mm -hmm. that's what you're doing and then it becomes just like a an endurance war or attrition. Like who can take the most crazy bumps and still like, you know, like everybody knows that they're doing this to each other on purpose. So now it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's like demolition derby. People go and they're, they're there to see the car crash. They're not expecting a race or anything. They're, they're <laughs> there to see the car crash. You can go to NASCAR if you want to see racer uh racing sports you know like but for demolition derby you go to see the wrecks because you're a fucking hillbilly with a low iq <laughs> and that's basically what you're doing here you're watching guys voluntarily you know it's it, this is not at all um kind of what the, what the art form is supposed to be but even if you wanted to do things like this they're not even doing this in a way that makes sense Exactly. So I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy people voluntarily hurting themselves in any fashion. Um, but that's uh, apparent. And it's, it, it's like, we've seen the AEW audience accept other forms of wrestling. It's not like they only like this when guys hurt each other. They like wrestling, wrestling, and they like, you know, high flying wrestling. And they, they, they do like whatever you know, like most wrestling fans, they like who's over and who's over can do whatever they want and get away with it is pretty much how wrestling's always been. And even the AEW fans are no different. They'll accept something as long as somebody's over. So, Speaking
5: you know, we can't even blame the audience for this.
7: Yeah, Speaking we, of we, whatever,
5: doing whatever you want to do, Jimmy, can you highlight, uh, the last comment there from Lizbeth? Cause that's a, that's a question that I have as well. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. when have tables been allowed in a regular title match i <laughs> like oh yeah true that's a good point are there rules in this company because tables you know putting somebody through a table used to be the same thing as hitting them with a chair or hitting them with i'm desensitized
6: now to it i forgot that there was even uh, a normal match no shit
5: nobody told me this was a fucking no dq So, <laughs>
6: yeah. so we just assume
5: you're doesn't just matter AEW doesn't have fucking yeah.
6: tables now sure. it doesn't matter yeah it's a, it. it's a kenny sure.
7: omega it's a kenny omega thing he did this in japan and the th- the interesting thing about uh the interesting thing about new japan for example is they would have their referees had somewhat different um you know like personality quirks at times so in a main event title match they might be willing to let certain things go uh but in an undercard match there might be a rare disqualification or for example like most referees like if you were to like let's say you did this right okay let me let me illustrate like a a new japan example if kenny omega put max through a table on the outside and then rolled him in and if the referee was say marty asami marty asami would just count one two whatever and either three or he'd kick out if he put him through a table and rolled him in, and Red Shoes Red Shoes was the referee. Red shoes wouldn't count the pin. He'd be like, No, I'm not counting that because you just put him through the table. I won't disqualify yeah. you, but you ain't getting a pinfall off of this. So right, right. there is storytelling in that in yeah. that way. And Kenny took way too much advantage of that when he was there. There's always one of those little Japanese tables in his match, always coming there's out. Sick, like in
6: There's thick uh, ones, yeah. Though,
7: and he just he just brought that over here. But here's the thing for the people that don't watch new Japan, they see this and they think this is what new Japan wrestling is like all the time. And it's not even just the table shit. It's like the guys doing the thing where they just stop and run to the ropes, you know, After they'll, he'll poke him at, max will poke him in the eye and then just stand there and pose for a while and then just take off running, <laughs> you know, but uh, th- this, this is not how th- this is their version of the way certain things are done by those guys in those companies or whatever but essentially this is like blackface for japanese wrestling these two white dudes doing this and fans that don't watch it would be like like ben hamin will be like this new japan bullshit. like like as if every match in new japan is contested that looks exactly like this and just they guys just do whatever they want it's not like that but there's enough stuff that they take from it without fully understanding it that it gives them enough ammunition to say things like that so it's unfortunate that this this causes that this is this is their exposure the closest exposure they're going to get to you know japanese wrestling and then they think that it's all like this and it's not
5: I, I still make the comparison to ECW because I'm an old man and I refuse to admit that, that Japan too. exists. Um, that too. But
6: <laughs> Just fuck like, like me. <laughs>
5: yeah, uh, but even then, like it's it's one of those situations where where you know, like we're saying, it you ruin the spot for the rest of the company when you overuse it like this, right? If and if a table's allowed, then what isn't allowed? What exactly is? Not allowed in AEW, and we should know what is and isn't allowed. We like, unless we know the parameters by which people are competing, it's really hard to care, right? If we think that tables are against the rules, then someone grabbing a table from under the ring means something. It's like, oh, like. Then it, then it tells the story that Kenny Omega actually cares more about injuring or hurting MJF than he does about winning the match here, right? You can tell a story as long as we understand the parameters. If we don't understand the parameters, you can't tell us a story, right? If we don't understand the world that you're trying to build a story into, we can't understand the story properly. So they need to be more clear about what is and isn't allowed, right? Um yeah, as as far as the match goes, like you said, and like I already said, they tried to tell a story for about four minutes, and then afterwards it was just "Look at the cool move, everyone!" Five stars, and I'm tired yeah. of it. I hate that shit. I, I like. I don't mean to. I don't mean to denigrate what other people like, but I'm an adult, and I want to see a story in the ring. I don't care about watching two people do backflips great you can do backflips i can watch the fucking olympic games and watch people do backflips i can i can watch acrobatics all the time i can go to cirque du soleil if i want to watch cirque du soleil right the tickets are fucking expensive but i could go (laughs) i could mortgage my home and get tickets to cirque du soleil if i wanted to um but I don't want to watch Cirque du Soleil. I want to watch professional wrestling. I want to watch two people tell a story with their physicality in the ring, which is what wrestling is supposed to be. Anyway. Oh, you ain't <laughs> <You went> wrong.
6: <laughs> well, after all that, I mean, shit. <laughs> How do I top that off? But no, in all seriousness, I thought at first the match was all right. I, I was pretty much into it because you know it just felt like a clash of styles but then it just turned into fucking whatever anything you can do i can do better and the way you guys both put it i can't give it any more justice i mean it's a shame because really i should have really loved this match and unfortunately it just it just didn't get me like it really should have i mean what can you say about this match anymore than what you guys have said it's it's a shame it's a real shame man i mean this match should have been an absolute spectacle but all this bullshit surrounding mjf kind of ruined it too for me man
5: so and the other thing too this is i'm gonna i'm gonna say this because this is important to to point out before we before we get into letter grades and everything guys but um So they have this match where they go out there and they're just trying to fucking kill each other for this belt, right? MJF pokes him in the eyes a couple of times, right? He's they're 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 clearly trying to really like he was
6: working the heels really, right?
5: He pokes him in the eyes a couple of times. Kenny puts him through a fucking table. Uh, Kenny hits him with four V triggers, right? Um, And then and then what do they do after the match? They hug each other.
1: Mm hmm.
6: And they you know, shook hands too. Because everybody no needs any to any...
5: want to fuck MJF is is basically what's going on with this company. I don't, I do not understand what in the fuck they are doing. Everything has to be a let's shake hands ha- afterwards. No, it doesn't. You can have Kenny be like, all right, fine, you won. Like, fine, okay, you're gonna have the longest title reign, and I'm gonna be second best for now. I'll see you next time. I'll see you the next time I get a fucking shot at this title because the next time I'm not going to be distracted by Don Callis' stupid ass throwing fucking screwdrivers and I'm going to hit you with that one-winged angel. I'm going to go over and then I'm going to have an even longer reign. I don't want to shake your hand. We're not friends. Oh,
6: man. Yeah. And did we mention, we didn't mention, we forgot to mention uh, Tony Storm too. I mean, she was great, by the way. In that little this is what you asked for <laughs> i like this is, this. Not this not is the first time I this is exactly what you better. asked for
5: no no i i asked for something that would have been way way more entertaining i i, 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 no, I which one of her idea. which one of her films is your favorite yeah
7: which one of her yeah. silent films is your favorite chris none of them how silly was it tony and the butler or whatever that one was do you <laughs> like that luther is now a part of this
5: silent films i don't want silent films i wanted like 1940s film noir stuff i wanted her as like a detective trying to figure out who screwed her over from the title that would have been better than this
7: that makes way more sense you know how they let women solve crimes in those movies right like it was they were you know how women were allowed to do anything back in the 40s right because so that would have made sense
5: too no, well, This is the nipping
6: failure, big time. They Man, could have 100%. said it in Canada,
5: where women were allowed to do stuff. Were they? <laughs> no one was alive
7: back in the 40s. They can't verify it. That's true. They probably froze to death. It's cold out there. You
6: can see That's outside this window how cold Jeff's it
5: not on the show anymore. We can't ask him to confirm.
6: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> but no, but seriously, I actually, as much as this shit sucks, because it does, whatever they're doing, and the fact, I still can't believe what Chris keeps telling me. They keep doing it during the picture in picture, which is just bizarre to me. But at least with this, you got to see her in all her glory. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, there's a lot of fan videos posting up online in color, in living color. I won't even I, bother up. saying what I they're did doing. I did
5: see the video. I did see the video where she was crawling around on the announce desk desk and then grabbed a cookie out of her underwear and gave it No, her that was an orange. Commentary. Oh, an orange. That was an
6: orange. Yeah, that was a freaking orange man well Well,
7: wasn't there yeah there there was something that was in like one of these movies it was like a fruit or something that they said they could get for her it's probably a callback to that but regardless uh like I said this this is what you ask for this is what you get um
1: (laughs) it's like it's like a monkey's paw genie
7: wish like it's it's like I would like this for Tony storm like oh you'll get this for Tony storm but with a catch (laughs) uh that's too bad that the fans Good are catch. posting color pictures because I was gonna wait till they came back to town so that I could go there because I thought the whole world turned black and white whenever she came out I didn't realize that was just like <laughs> oh yeah trick. yeah
6: Got to keep yeah. the cafe. I it's was true. gonna look at
7: my own hand like wow
6: yeah, <laughs> yeah. didn't they um, used to do that in
7: WWE yeah they used to turn the world black and white also did you <laughs> n- now one thing we didn't talk about um I just want to talk about it because it's one of my a la carte orders. Is like I always like to order one Keith Lee and we got a little back and forth <laughs> oh, yes. dueling we dueling did. vignette promo with Keith and uh Shane Taylor. And that was better than almost anything on the show, except for maybe Jay White's wrestling prowess. Not necessarily the match he had, but his wrestling prowess. And then number two was uh Limitless Keith Lee and Shane Taylor. Uh so i will shout them out um you know that's happening in ring of honor for sure it looks like they're making it happen here on collision keith Keith Lee
5: is very upset about the way that that man fixed his chevrolet he's very very mad (laughs) doesn't like it you fix the chevy Uh, and it's not fixed god damn it i'll fix Um, your chevrolet All right, fellas, let's get into letter grades. I'll go first. I'm gonna give this one a C. Uh, it gets a passing grade for me because um, well, let's see. We had Jay White on. Uh, I thought that the match was a little bit too long. Vet and I disagree. That's okay about that. Um still, I got to see Jay White, so that is a plus. Um, got to see Samoa Joe a couple of times, and I like Joe a lot. Uh, there was a few squashes tonight that I felt were really exactly how squashes are supposed to be. So whenever they do that, I like to give them a little bit of credit for doing something right because God knows I'm going to tell them when I think they do something wrong. Um, But yeah. And then the main event, very, very disappointing between two guys who I think can do a lot better. Um, (laughs) But it just turned into here's a move and I don't like it. Uh, So anyway, to see from me that give us your letter grade for the night.
7: It's going to be a D. Uh, the It, it avoids, it, it goes to a, it, it starts at an F. It goes to a D minus because of Jay White. For the record, it's not that I think he should have had a long match, but just that I'm going to accept watching it for longer, you know. That's uh, fair. Um, and that's fine. Um, but other than that, uh, just not, not that into the rest of the show. It goes from a D minus to a D because Keith Lee was there. And then, um, it could have, it could have gone from a D, uh, to a D plus, uh, if MJF had wrangled Kenny, uh, but instead what MJF did was he's like, you know what? I'll have the Kenny match. I don't, he doesn't have to have my match. I'll have his match. I'll do the back and forth. I'll do the stand there for five seconds and then run to the ropes. I'll do all the crazy flips. I'll do all that stuff. He said, I'll do the Kenny match. And because of that, um, you do not get the D plus. You stay at a D because you knew better and you didn't do it. That's where people like MJF break my heart because I know he knows better. Some guys don't know better and they do what they know. And I can't blame them too much for that. But when somebody knows better and they go against it, that's what really hurts. That's what hurts the business overall. That's what means that you're not part of the solution. You're a part of the problem, and that's what I can't forgive. So, a D.
5: Exactly why I called it a disappointing main event because I know Kenny's going to do Kenny, but MJF should do MJF because he's. I know. I know people. I know people who are AEW fans are, still don't seem to be sure about this. He is a significantly better performer than Kenny Omega. Significantly
6: jimmy what was your letter grade for the night i was gonna say a c minus um look i i liked i I liked the opening match but my gripe was ar fox and the fact that he he hung with jay white for way too long the match went way too long and i know that you you know more time that we see fucking jay white on television the better but I don't want to see him struggling against an AR Fox with help or not, you know what I mean? It was
5: either him struggling against AR Fox or we got another five minutes of Kenny and, and MJF doing nonsense. So I'm fine with well, it the longer we talk about it.
6: But that's a, that's a gripe, not so much you know of a, a problem per se, but still. Um, the Kenny and MJF match, at first, I liked it. Then it just turned into a, just a train wreck. Which is unfortunate because whether you guys like kenny or not i've always said i'm a fan of kenny's but god damn it he's exposing himself in his company i'm not gonna lie and it really bothers me because he someone needs to like turn him down a little bit to the point where i know he's, fucking, he's 40 years old how do you tell a 40 year old that's not going to change anyway what to do you can't so he's setting his ways unfortunately but he needs to adapt do the western style of professional wrestling but he just for whatever reason chooses to do the same shit but it is what it is so yeah that match ended up being a big disappointment uh the Dax Daxon and uh Starks match cool it was alright but we got a whole bunch of darkness for no reason at the end and why do you bring back so many wrestlers in one fucking orgy like that i mean it's so silly like for no fucking reason but Happy that's Halloween. all we got oh oh yeah sorry my bad well that's how you w4 you say yeah in saying that it's a c minus it could have been a lot better the the main event did have a big fight feel at first but it didn't live up to the hype unfortunately
5: not at all all right let's go in reverse order and we'll do plugs jimmy you first where can the people find you
6: you can find me on the x at dj mass effects and also at the pwc network like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com with five bucks and only do you get the realest talk in pro wrestling but also the best and uh look out for me uh and the vet actually this coming well wednesday morning 10 a.m se- uh eastern i believe correct vet
7: it's 11 a.m eastern
6: oh 11 a.m eastern there you go 10 central see we got to get used to that um where we both are actually hosting the next level podcast uh in absence of ray he's got a tooth problem i hope he gets better
7: ray always makes appointments on show day and then says it's <laughs> the only day that he can do it he, he can make Smart the appointment man. forgetting that he gets two days off per week and not just one <laughs>
1: Yeah. Or that there's a whole rest of it. the
7: day after our show. <laughs> yeah. But hey, never
6: mind. Yeah, but hey, <laughs> so, we've, yeah. Got
5: to, we've got to try to be nice to Ray. He lives in New York. Poor fucker.
6: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. It can't be that bad, surely. But yeah, so channeladestu.com, hamimidigroup.podbean.com, and the pwcnetwork.podbean.com. And that's a wrap from me.
5: Alrighty. that where can the people find you? Well, um... The people Take can find
7: me at, at OpinionHaver on all of your favorite social media platforms, uh, including twitch.tv slash OpinionHaver, which I'll be jumping on right after we get off of here and play some uh, play some games and talk to you guys some more. If you guys want to give me your show reviews in the chat, please go ahead. Um, You've got, uh, you know, all the HMG stuff. Like I said, excited to do a next level with Jimmy. We'll try to bring it in. I bet we could do it in an hour, Jimmy. I bet we could do it in one hour. (laughs) 100%.
1: But but
7: anyway, it's going to be Halloween Havoc Part 2. Uh, So I don't know if you saw Part 1, Jimmy, but, oh, man, they spun some wheels and made some deals on that one, boy, let me tell you. So can't wait to see what we
1: should no, I watch d- d- back d- d-
7: to part
6: one? D-
1: d- d- Don't yeah,
7: bother. All d- right. Sure. Or maybe. Why not? Will, the maybe exciting part, we'll see uh, who Shotzi and Scarlett will dress up as as they host night two. You know? um, so there you go. Check us out on that. Like, uh, Jimmy you said, that's going to be this coming Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central.
1: Uh, so,
7: <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Um, and then as far as any other things that I may or may not be tangentially related to, check out Wrestling with Rip Rogers uh, on YouTube, um, where I'm usually mentioned every week, if not present. And uh, they just did an interview with um, uh, Bobby Fulton from the Fantastics. So if you want to check that out, guys go ahead you know they've just had a it's going a, way a, back bro <laughs> a string of, yeah a string of lovely guests that they've been having on for interviews and such uh mike mondo was on the previous week Hollywood Haley J was on the a couple few weeks ago so they're they're bringing in some people for live interviews and you can just be a part of it and ask them questions so just sign up for wrestling with rogers on youtube it's free to subscribe and then, of course, you know, Stevie Richards is doing way too much, as usual. Not too much for him. He can handle it. Uh, he's, a, he's a rich man's Titus, and, and so, um, but he's, he's putting up reviews of fitness equipment. He's doing his podcast. He's doing uh, match analysis. Uh, it's, just, it's just way, 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 way too much. I can't even keep up with it all. So, um, see if you can. Uh, with his Patreon and his, his wrestling and fitness channels. That's it for me, Chris.
5: All right. Well, you can find me on basically all the stuff that Jimmy said. The PWC, right here on the HMG, all kinds of stuff. I'm not sure if I'm off, but if I am, I'll even offer to come on the NXT, uh, the NXT review with you guys. Uh, if okay. I'm off. If I'm yeah. not. We're all going to
7: be snowed for- in. Where the hell are you going to go? I
5: Yeah, I'm definitely going <laughs> to be snowed in. Well, um, but not Snowden, because i'm not a traitor yeah. um just kidding Edward Snowden's not a traitor either uh um, no all right no, so trade uh, yeah, gonna... the traitors that's what yes exactly He's <laughs> like it's like he's like um i think the government might be doing illegal stuff and the government was like you're a traitor yeah, you're yeah. a bad guy him uh, up. <laughs> shut that man up now um anyway you can find me on twitter i'm at chris one And uh, other than that, you can't find me because I'm in a snowstorm. Olay!
9: I fucking would let me tell you something. this shit is exhausting now I want to tell a very quick story and it's about the man across the ring from me I was 19 years old at an independent wrestling promotion it was literally the first wrestling promotion that I went to outside of my training school Creative a pro wrestling Academy it was called five barrel wrestling I had a match on the opening of the show and guys that I aspired to reach the heights up in this sport were guys like Brian Danielson, guys like Samoa Joe, who's kind of an asshole, but and most certainly guys like Kenny fucking Omega. Now that night, that night, you had no reason to stop and watch my match. I was a piss pot, but you watched my match, you pulled me to the side, and you let me pick your brain that night. And you might not remember that, but I sure as hell do. Without Kenny Omega, without the Bucks, without Cody Rhodes, and without Tony Khan, who might be a fucking Mark, but he's a visionary, All Elite Wrestling does not exist. Therefore, your world champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, does not exist. Now, I'll be honest. I still don't know what I'm gonna do for the bidding war of 2024. But what I do know, but what I do know is that When I get the opportunity to wrestle the best bout machine, Kenny Omega, it tends to sway my opinions a little bit. So now, I am going to let Kenny Omega do what he does best. I am going to let him do a goodbye the only way he knows how.
10: I've got to to thank you for the kind words, Max. And I'm not one to ever ask for a favor, but uh, these squeaky wheels weren't what they used to be. So if I could ask for your hand one more time, so I could stand up and address these wonderful people, that'd be mighty kind of you. Thanks, pal. Now, I've got to be honest and this may be partly a sad story, but trust me, it has a happy ending. For a lot of us, time is not our friend. The more time that goes by, the more we have to say goodbye to things. My condition isn't what it used to be. I'm not even sure if I can call myself the best pump machine anymore. And for a pocket in time, that was a very sad reality because there was no one left to take my place. But now, I can say goodbye to these things with a smile because we do have people like MJF that are willing to not only take the ball but run with it and run with it further than I ever could. So though I thought I'd be a little salty with you breaking my record, now I can be proud that the championship belt is in the right hands. So MJF, yes, Jay White and I go a long way back. Jay White may not be willing to tell you but there was once upon a time, when he used to wash my dirty laundry. So you'd think I'd be able to look upon him with some kind of fondness. But rest assured, I am cheering for you to get your belt back. I am cheering for you to lead this company into the promised land. And I'm cheering for you to represent AEW and all these wonderful people for years and years and years to come. And for the people in attendance that maybe took what I said earlier a little too seriously, don't worry, science has come a long way and there is no quitting Kenny Omega. I will be back. I will be back, and rest assured, Kenny Omega doesn't know what it's like to be an opening act. Kenny Omega doesn't know what it's like to be a mid-card act. Kenny Omega is the best bout machine, and when you make a list of all the greatest memories, of all the greatest matches, trust me, whether it be 2023, 24, 25, I'm gonna make sure I'm on that list. But until now, your champion, the man that is the blood, sweat, and tears of AEW is standing right here before you. And though he was gracious enough to give me the microphone and I'm selfish enough to take it, I'm gonna do my, my bidding and bid each and every one of you adieu. So until Dynamite, because I'm sure I'll be there, goodbye, mwah, and good night, bang.